This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Welcome everyone to yet another episode of Diagnosing the Aftermarket A to Z. I'm Matt Fonslow, and right out of the gate, I would like to thank our sponsor, Napa Auto Care. It's no secret we're facing a technician shortage. Napa Auto Care is addressing that. The free two-year apprentice program offers a variety of training to produce a technician with three ASC certifications. To learn more, members can visit member.napaautocare.com. So last week, uh, I recorded something on luck and luck's contribution to one's success and that it's significant, far, far more significant than the vast majority of quote-unquote successful people would ever admit or even maybe imagine. Like, I don't know that it even occurs to them to think about things leading up to wherever they're at and what that all means. During that, I got going uh, a lot on just stuff that I felt led up to where I am, whatever that means, if that's deemed successful or not. You know, I guess I feel professionally I have a lot to learn and a lot of altitude above me uh, to rise up through to hit whatever success, whatever successful means. It's just something I really struggle with. I don't know what it means, but I do feel like I can empathize with uh, anyone that would qualify me as, again, quote unquote, successful. And I feel like I missed something during that that I want to follow up with. That's kind of why I'm maybe striking with the iron still hot here uh, rather than waiting and doing a revisiting. Just kind of been, oh, I don't know, wearing on me a little bit, or at least I've been thinking about it quite a bit afterwards about why people struggle with that. It's hard to call it a flaw, but the reality is it's something called egocentric bias. And I've kind of talked a little bit about it already in the overclaiming episode. That would have been like episode 59. I talk about overclaiming. And overclaiming is very much something to do with egocentric bias, which is kind of like what the word, you know, if you break up the word egocentric means, it's viewing our world only through our eyes. Easy to do. That's what we normally do, right? But it has a couple of hangups. What you're going to find is if you get bored and you start looking into psychology is that there's this really big umbrella called cognitive bias. And there's a whole bunch of different biases that make up cognitive bias. And, you know, I'll talk a lot about confirmation bias or really egocentric bias. I've talked quite a bit about, namely with the overclaiming. And there can be the transparency bias. There's a good list, a fair list of these different biases. And it turns out not to sound too much like the uh, dad in American Pie, but it turns out it's pretty natural and almost required. And I'm not saying like to an unhealthy level, but we have biases for a reason. We have a lot of things that have some very uh, negative consequences that were very necessary for us to even get to this point as the dominant species of the planet. And cognitive bias, and it's a blanket term, mind you, 
is important because we need to simplify our complex world. And that's really what it's doing is helps us better qualify things and really more so than qualify, discriminate uh, to set aside the stuff that doesn't matter, at least not uh, taking precedence over other things, even though we may find out those long-term are wrong. That's why we have these biases. And egocentric bias, overclaiming, if you will, really has this focus on us and our contribution to everything. So this is speaking very much like overclaiming that we we are very aware of our contribution to you know whatever it is an event a situation and we minimize negative maximize positive we reflect on history and oftentimes we assign ourselves more credit for our contribution to something than what we really did contribute you can kind of see where this starts to flesh out a little bit where looking back through history and not studying it hard or thinking about it really detailed, but just reminiscing a little bit about how you got to where you are. And we'll just, you know, good, bad, or otherwise. And we don't even have to worry about the word successful, just where you are right now. When you start reflecting on things, a lot of times you, it's too easy to take all the credit and honestly, all the blame. And there's certain things that happen that really outside of your control. And that's where you have to make a spreadsheet one of these days of all of Matt's themes. But another theme about being honest is take credit for the stuff you deserve to take credit for. Take the blame for the stuff you deserve to you know, take some blame for. But maybe not try not to overcredit either one, good or bad. Just try to be honest. And I think what you find is you look back through a lot of the good things and bad things that uh, occur, it's you know statistics, probabilities, and good and bad luck. And I think the reason it's important, uh, another missed line of thinking uh, from the last episode, is it's important to have that honesty to recognize luck's contribution and, and even bad luck, but we'll focus more on the positive stuff. When you recognize that luck had a role, positive things, good things that happened to you that really were outside of your control, you didn't necessarily have a direct effect on there. You maybe had the skill set, whatever, even awareness to capitalize on that lucky break uh, or these positive things that were put into motion. You didn't necessarily put them in motion. You know, you got the benefit of being able to jump on and that. Again, it's not really to discredit such things. All the credit in the world needs to be given and received for your contribution. But recognizing pure dumb luck or just luck due to putting yourself in the best position to succeed, improving those probabilities, stacking those probabilities in your favor, that um, it kind of naturally results in gratitude and having gratitude for where you are, what you're doing, what you get to do, who you're with, has a lot of net positive effects mentally and physically. It turns out gratitude not only helps you become kind of a more likable person, uh, which has its own set of benefits with relationships, but also just 
generally having having gratitude and having that mindset uh, of thankfulness that mental health improves anxiety and depression reduce uh, which I know it sounds like I might be BSing you here, but there's a fair number of uh, PubMed studies that support this, that um, mental health improves with gratitude and also physical health of all things, heart disease. And again, it's uh, you might feel like I'm jerking your chain a little bit, or I read a study or an article in men's health or something. This is not the case at all. Uh, this is documented stuff. And not just one, but a number of them supporting one another, that there is a um, benefit to heart disease, to reducing heart disease and improved immunity. Like, again, when we start talking about stuff like this, an improvement is anything better than the mean. So, you know, I'm not trying to imply that uh, the new fountain of youth is uh, gratitude, but it is a net positive effect. And maybe more importantly, is just the awareness. Awareness is a really important region of knowledge to have that a lot of other things can be compensated for or learned on demand. But awareness is something that I think everyone, including me, probably even especially me, could be better about acquiring and trying to acquire, working to acquire and maintain a healthy amount of awareness. So while I'm probably pretty good at you know, ascertaining or determining the amount of luck involved in this, you know, what led to this specific point in this specific point in time, maintaining that throughout uh, is a very important thing for all of us. Have you visited the Napa Auto Care member site lately? Since its relaunch in 2020, the Napa Auto Care member site has continued to evolve to keep members updated on all the Napa programs, promotions, member benefits, and business building tools to help your business thrive. Some features to the member site include never miss an update, stay current with notifications and announcements on the homepage, view the dashboard featuring your shop's financial status, take advantage of cost-saving member-exclusive promotions, a faster, automated 2424 peace-of-mind warranty submission process, submit re-repair claims directly to the member site, and easily check the status there as well. Typically, the claim is settled and the EFT or credit card payment is sent within 48 hours. Turn searches into new customers with the referral tracker. Learn more about how a consumer Napa online search for your shop can generate new customers at no additional cost to members. Use this popular customer tool to evolve your marketing strategies to get the most business value. Own more than one Napa AutoCare? Link all facilities to one login and access all facilities as one user. You can also access the shop, Napa, Helm, or Pro Office website directly. Submit a Pro Image free look for a sneak peek at how you can co-brand your locally known name with the nationally recognized Napa brand. Submit online ASC certification renewal and test reimbursement. Exclusive access to dozens of industry-leading programs and solutions. If you are a Napa AutoCare member, Visit member.napaautocare.com to access the member portal and take advantage of these many member benefits today. Not a Napa Auto Care Center? Contact your servicing Napa Auto Parts store to learn more about how to join the Napa family. So yeah, I guess uh, the whole point of this episode was to touch upon a few things that I felt like I missed on the last one. 
that just having the gratitude and recognizing maybe to flashback quick to the egocentric biases because it's kind of ingrained in us, not only instinctual, meaning we're born with it, but also depending on when you're born, I guess the younger you are, the younger generations are going to have slightly more narcissistic type tendencies because of society is the way it is. It's not blaming you. Really want to blame anybody, blame us parents. Uh, we did it, but not that the older generation aren't narcissists themselves, but uh, I don't think it was quite the breeding ground. Uh, it is now for obvious reasons, right? We don't have to go down the social dilemma road with this right now. It just is what it is. And it doesn't mean if you're young, you're abs- automatically absolutely a narcissist. But the reason I want to kind of flash back to it is you can be aware of having this bias, but it's probably not enough to reduce it. You know, you're never going to eliminate it. And I don't know that you really should because uh, there's repercussions to that as well. But if you can be aware of it and reduce it and, um, you know, be aware enough to when it's starting to kick in that you can make the adjustment. One idea is to really reference back to what Margaret Light was saying. If I remember right, in episode 58, Relationships 101, that I had asked her a question about recognition and learning, being able to step back and determine your role. And honestly, she made a really good suggestion, and it's one that would be quite effective for this, is, and this being uh, egocentric bias, or really any bias, but primarily we're going to focus on egocentric, is to step back and imagine you're watching a movie and that you're watching yourself in this movie, whether it's you know, as things are happening, which would be hard, but in retrospect, play back a situation, play back your life as a movie, but you're the observer and you're watching yourself. That can be a really powerful technique to recognize behaviors and biases and stuff like that and be able to look back and go, you know what? I play as big a role in that scene as I thought I did. Uh, wow. You know, or, you know, in retrospect, you know, I did this and this, somebody else had to do all the rest. And I don't necessarily know who, but I do know it wasn't me. Therefore, chances are my contribution wasn't much more or it wasn't any more than anyone else. That kind of um, self-imposed modesty, and I don't mean like the fake stuff, you know, where you just playing it, playing the game, playing modesty, that uh, it's genuine and kind of like a holy crap moment, like, oh, I wasn't as big a deal as I thought. It's humbling. Uh, Having that humility, I think, just is a really great springboard for so many other things because it puts you in a really, really good mindset for the uh, offering other people their lucky break. Because remember, I mean, one of the best ways to give yourself uh, good luck and lucky breaks is to give others their lucky break. So. Uh, That's how I kind of want to end this up is uh, think of your life as a movie. Don't spend all the rest of your life reviewing the past, but it's fairly healthy once in a while to kind of think back through and trace your steps. How did I get where I am? Seriously, good or bad, whatever that means, right? Quote unquote, good, quote unquote, bad. How did I get where I am? And honestly, what is my honest contribution to it? 
and try not to be biased optimistically or pessimistically. Just try to be down the middle as best you can. Start looking for your, be aware, be awake and ready for your breaks. And gosh darn it, cut a few others, uh, a few breaks here and there. Give them their lucky break because it does come around. Uh, 100% comes around. Uh, It's really paying it forward, you know, and then if you hit a few lucky breaks, then it's paying it back. So uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you again to our sponsor, Napa Auto Care, for making this all possible. And thank you to the Aftermarket Radio Network, even including Tracy. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I'm being overly biased here, but she probably gets a lot more credit than she deserves. I mean, that's just me, but whatever. Thank you all for listening. And please, please keep the comments coming and uh, the ideas. You can email me at mattfonzlopodcast at gmail.com. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please don't forget to uh, give it a thumbs up and click the uh, little bell so you get an alert when the next episode comes up. Until then, take care. You've been listening to Matt Fonslo diagnosing the aftermarket A to Z on the Aftermarket Radio Network. Follow Matt on your favorite listening app. He's very interested in what you have to say. Let him know what you'd like him to cover and come on the show. Matt is all for advancing the aftermarket. Find Matt Fonslow on social media and connect or on aftermarketradionetwork.com. 